Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode four of The Weekly Freestyle, a weekly podcast with myself, Tom Dean, and my mate, Alex Sutton. And we've got a very, very special episode this week. We are doing a post-Commonwealth Games special, a post-Commonwealth Games review. Uh, I'm recording back in Bath, um, in my flat. Uh, I got back from the Commonwealth Games the other day, and um, we had a pretty special week. And I think Alex is just going to run through what we're going to be chatting yeah about. i i can't wait for this one uh as you've touched on obviously this is a all things commonwealth games episode i mean all things birmingham and all things medals as well how how am i sounding am i am i right right this week we've both upgraded to uh from cute microphones yeah absolutely we've both got brand new state-of-the-art argos <laughs> special microphones so hopefully we're coming into your ears out of your speakers in your car a little bit crisper than we have been in the past so hopefully you guys prefer this yeah no it's, it's it should be good but yeah i think it'd be rude not for me not to introduce you as the most decorated englishman in commonwealth games history am i right in saying that you are right in saying that thank you very much Alice. <laughs> yeah no, it's quite mad actually i've had like a i've had a full day of media today it's been absolutely non-stop so i was on sky news first thing this morning um and then i wrapped up at 6 p.m tonight so it's been non-stop um just trying to get the word out there and, and doing a lot of promotional stuff and, you know, people wanting to just chat to me about the games now that we've wrapped up, but yeah, seven medals, um, which does make me the most successful English and home nations athlete at single oh, okay. games, which nice. is pretty cool. That's even more that. special. Yeah. I mean, we, we were keen to get this episode out, weren't we? But we both knew that off the back of the games you're going to be busy over the next couple of days. And when you sent a message through saying, I've got, I've got a slot here. I was like, right. I think we can make this work. And I was, I was driving through the Oxfordshire countryside, um, having to think about what we could say. But yeah, no, it's it's huge that we can we can get a, a bit of time together. So, how are you? Are you tired? <laughs> yeah, I, I'm quite tired. You know, so the last, the final night, we finished. We went back to the apartments, and normally, because you've been caffeining and you're racing you're on this kind of really high, like you just can't sleep for hours. So I was lying in there about three a.m., unable to sleep, like in my flat. And we had to get up at 6.30 the next morning for media. Did a full morning of media till about one in the afternoon. Drove straight back to Bath and I was back in the pool training. I couldn't believe 3:30, that. Which was just mental. And then I wrapped up training and I was straight over to London. Because obviously I had early morning Sky News this morning. So mate, it's been a pretty mad 24 hours, to be honest. Um, yeah, I'm glad to be back in Bath, settled now. But got another training session tomorrow morning, so straight back on it. Did, did your coach say straight afterwards? Because you mentioned that you had a meeting because we were up there. Was was that discussed straight away? As in, did you know as soon as you finished, right, you'd be in the pool sort of within less than 24 hours after you, you touched that wall? Well, I kind of knew it going in because that's the plan we'd always spoken about. But I had mm. a sneaking suspicion that Dave, my coach, might be like, oh, you guys have done such a good job. You know, you smashed it. England have done so well. Have tomorrow off and I'll see you on Friday kind of thing. But once he's got something set in his mind, it's like, right, we're just going to, you know, plow straight on through and get back into it. Because if we fly to Europeans on Monday, yeah. so for the listeners, that's why I'm actually back in training is because we've got such a tight turnaround. Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, we're straight out to Rome on 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 Monday, start next week, and we start racing on Thursday. So yeah. if I wasn't doing that, I'll be on my month off right now and I'll be yeah. enjoying a break, but we've, we're, we're, we're just straight back on it. But yeah, you mentioned that it flows quite nicely for you in terms of, obviously, you've been prepping for this week. 
for pretty much most of the season and it makes sense for you to sort of jump straight on it it's I guess in terms of from your point of view it would almost be a bit of a waste for you not to to turn up next week in a way just because you're at such a level right now is that is that kind of how you're thinking about it yeah absolutely it's kind of like I'm on good form the Europeans are in Rome it's outdoors it's such a historic pool you know I might as well just jump on it and and enjoy the ride enjoy racing under the sun there's no pressure there's no expectations for us it was worlds and commies they were the two big ones so now it's like just go out there and enjoy enjoy doing some racing but saying that a lot of the athletes that were gonna go have pulled out and that affects our relays quite a lot so it's going to be quite tough to to kind of get up and i I don't quite know what my schedule is going to look like just yet you know i might start swimming some heats yeah relays instead of just for the final so uh usually you've you've got your feet up for those haven't you (laughs) yeah exactly absolutely i can watch the heats on the tv and then they bring me in the evening so speaking of schedules obviously let's forget about next week for now let's go last week let's dive in let's get started i've got a list in front of me and i remember before the games so i'm trying to work out obviously we mentioned on the podcast and speaking to friends people saying oh what's what's tom swimming and i said genuinely he said it i can't remember it was a bit of a blitz for me so i don't i don't know how he's going to swim them but I don't know how it's best to do this, but you had on Friday had the four by one free mix relay. Yeah. On Saturday you had the two hundred free, also with the four by one hundred free relay. Mixed, no mixed. individual. Was Have I got that wrong? No, I think I think you're right. I think I had the mix on the first day. Who knows? The individual on the Saturday. Yes, yeah, so we went mixed four by one free Friday night. Yeah. Two hundred free heat Saturday morning. Two hundred free final Saturday night. Yeah. Four by one freestyle final Saturday night. Yeah, under freestyle heat, Sunday morning, under freestyle semi Sunday night. Yeah, four, uh, and then Monday morning off. Monday evening, under freestyle final, four by two hundred freestyle final. Tuesday off, Wednesday two hundred IM heat in the morning, two hundred IM final, followed by the four by one medley relay final. And that was it. Yeah, I think I've. I've only written down the finals, so I, I've even <laughs> forgotten that the mornings existed. But, but yeah, should we should we jump in there? I mean, how are you how are you feeling after that week? I must, I guess people must have asked you that so much in the last twenty four hours. But are you? I guess you must be happy with that. Yeah, no, I am really happy with it. I was happy with um, you know, that many medals. I was a bit annoyed that so many of them were so close, were silvers, and were so close to gold. Two hundred free really got to me. It really bugged me that I got pipped on that one. Same again on the two hundred IM. That was twelve one hundredths of a second away from a gold. And it's just like when you're that close, it just like makes it hurt even more. If I've been four seconds behind and got a silver, then it's like ah, is what it is, you know. But like when you're that close, it's, it is quite tough. And I really wanted yeah. to win that two hundred free because um, obviously it was you know the big hyped up event, me versus Duncan. Um, but is what it is, you know. I still think I raced well and put together some good times PBs on the hundred free, you know, close to my PB on the 200 IM. It's like, you know, I can't really complain with that and that many medals. Like that's the thing that that's the headline that people are really, you know, really enjoying reading. Yeah. I guess picking up from that comment you made about, yeah, the feeling after them, obviously it's, it's a fantastic week, but I sort of know that obviously the standard you'd set yourself even though, yeah, you were obviously so close. I know that possibly in your heart of hearts, you're, you're going to be there for the gold, aren't you, really? Yeah, no, I was I was pretty gutted after those the 203 and the 200 IM. You know, it's, it's hard not to be. Like I, I was so, so close, and I just couldn't quite close that last tenth of a second on those races. Um, 
So as great as like silvers are, medals are and stuff, you know, it's like when you're that close, it just like stings a little bit, you know. I guess I think the the way you're looking at it as well is when you've you've almost done the ultimate. So when when you've done that, if anything short of that, it's just just not quite gonna, I guess, yeah, match it, is it? In in a yeah. way. Um, but yes, yeah, so I guess talking about some of those races, let's dive in. I mean, there are so many because I saw six of those finals myself. I managed to jump on quite a few, and don't I've, I've goodness knows what it felt like in the pool, but from the stands, they were all epic. Like every single one was amazing, um, and some of them just trying to think of maybe the 200 IM um, springs to mind. Obviously I've seen you, I think the maddest thing with the 200 IM is I've seen you do that in quite a few places across the country. And I've seen you and James McFasden literally swim that event in Wickham Ledge Centre when you were sort of, you must've been 16 years old. So to, yeah. to, to see that and obviously, um, yeah, that happened on this kind of stage, just just a bit mad, really. Um, but I guess from from that point of view, the finish on that one, because I know you may be expected that you might have a bit of work to do to catch Duncan up. But the way you were coming back on that was 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 mad. That was always the plan. It was to have a strong back end. My back strokes my weakest leg, so that's the second leg of the uh, of the four. Um, my fly was okay. Duncan really worked the backstroke. You know, took a big chunk of time out of me. I think he turned two seconds ahead of me at the halfway mark. I was like over a second quick on him on the breaststroke, closing down. Then I was like, right, I've got so much in the tank on this freestyle. I'm going to absolutely smack it off the wall. Mm. Went hard and I saw him and I was like closing down, closing down. And then I just like was neck and neck with him in the last five meters. And you can hear the crowd just going nuts. I knew I was getting close to him. And then I like swung my arm around, got on the hand on the wall, turned around and it was 12 one hundredths of a second so close. off him. And it's just like, Oh, it was so, so close rough. you were coming you were coming back though you were coming back and that's I think that's one that you're not you know day in day out you've only, you've only recently come back to that am I right in saying that I am it's what you've been quite freestyle focused so actually you know for you to be swimming those kind of times getting close to to Duncan is surely surely must be a good thing yeah I think it's easy gains to be made on that event um just because I don't train it that much there's easy like technique gains to be made and they can be fixed in a matter of weeks it's not like okay, I haven't got the fitness or, you know, I just can't swim breaststroke or whatever it might be, you know, coming from like an IM base at Maidenhead means like I, I just have those easy gains to be made, which is quite exciting. So I want to bring it back into the schedule a little bit more. I really enjoy racing that race. It's different than, you know, just doing freestyle all the time and it makes the training more interesting. So yeah, I reckon that's definitely one I want to keep on the radar, like heading towards Paris and stuff. Yeah, no, for sure. Talk to me about the the 100 freeze and I'm talking about the individual and I'm also the four by one um because obviously you against Carl Carl Chalmers um and obviously he's he's a he's a 100 man isn't he he's, yeah he's, one, he's a yeah, speed he's demon 100 specialist yeah Olympic champion 100 actually um mate the 100 I was actually buzzing with it you know I don't know it's just like I, controlling that having that easy speed on the front end mm. like it's just been feeling so good and men I could have a really strong finish and it's like PB'd in the semi, you know, went the same time in the final to get the silver, which I was buzzing, like beat Duncan on the 100, which is, I was really happy with because he's a yeah. strong 100 swimmer as well. Um, mate, I was, I was really, really chuffed with that, with that 100. And then the relay was like nuts. I mean, my, my, the 4 by one free split, I was really happy with my fastest ever split, 46-7, yeah. um, which, was, which was really, really exciting um, to kind of like try and close, close down um, the other teams. Um, and then that four by one medley was just like on that last day was absolutely nuts. Like that was that was mad. That was that off. was so mad. I mean, yeah, the thing I was referring to there is like I think it was on the four by one 
relay where you were actually closing on him. Mm. You because you went off behind the Australians, didn't you? Yeah, yeah. And obviously, for those that know, people realize right, you are you're a 200 specialist and you're going against the world champ of 100. You know, yeah, you'd probably expect that either that gap to be stay the same or maybe even for Carl to you know broaden it. But for you to actually be coming back to him again, that was another one that was really close. And I just thought, wow, you've got some serious speed here. You have to get so tactical on those ones on the relays because you never start an individual, you know, half a second behind someone. But on the relay, you can almost use that to your advantage. Mm. So I took that first 50 out in the middle of the lane, held a bit of easy speed so I knew I'd have a strong back end, worked off the wall, moved, tucked into the lane ropes and moved over to the right-hand side of the lane to get on his wave. Yeah, so okay. If you're, if you're close enough, if you're hip, if you're on their hip, so you line up with their hip, you can almost ride that wave and use it oh, wow. to push you along and it's something people don't actually know but when you when you're in the sweet spot it can give you that extra little push and that's what i was able to do so man, i lost 25 i felt like i was just i was surfing down that back end ridiculous so actually if you're slightly further back than you would probably rather be that's when you can ride the wave and then you can use yeah. that to gradually gradually close yeah. up but okay. too far back and you get the you get behind the wave yeah and you get the turbulent water and I made the mistake of tucking into the lane rope slightly too early on the four by two, getting the Australian guy's wave, yeah. but not getting on the wave. If you get okay, you're from. just behind it basically. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, so that was that was tough, and that was a little bit of a mistake. Um, so it's 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 literally such fine margins though. Mm. Let's um let's leave the four by one uh, medley relay till a bit later because that was that was ridiculous. But let's touch on you said about the crowds and how much mm. you could hear them just from where i was the crowd seemed mad but what about from down there it, it just seemed electric mate it was it was nuts when you walked out it's like you know any english team or english swimmer walked out it's just like the roof just like came off i've never i've never experienced anything like it ever yeah. ever ever and you know when we won and we got on the podium it was just like crazy it's such a special memory um yeah i i don't know i obviously it's filled with english fans and then the acoustics of that place it's just mm. like it was absolutely nuts. Yeah, whatever it felt like up in the stands, it was like times ten That's down on the ground. Yeah, it was. It was so cool because obviously, yeah, for the relays and just the general races, you were obviously the athletes are getting. They're all getting a, a nice reception. Um, but it was so nice when it was kind of say someone like yourself or maybe Duncan. And to be fair, PT again, he is. You know, he's he's head and shoulders above in terms of I guess that whole general perception and the roars for you guys was just was just mental. And um, yeah, it was it was amazing. And I think as well, when it was your name, you sort of look around and go, "Oh, hold on!" You know, people people are really getting behind you, which is so exciting. Yeah, no, it is it is really really cool. Yeah, it's like oh, um, we'll we'll touch on the medley relay. I'll give you a little anecdote yeah. when we get there. Right, let's do that. Yeah, I mean, it was it seemed full um, in in the main. It seemed full, but I feel as though some of the like some of the prices were were extortion. I thought maybe from perspective point of view. You know, you get it with athletics events as well. Um, you know, if you just fill it out, get mm. get locals in because there might have been even for some of the final sessions, there were there were seats about. So I think it just shows how you can even just take it to that next level, especially for an event like Commonwealths, um, to you know get even more people and just have it like bouncing to it. <laughs> can't be bouncing yeah. anymore. No, you, you're spot on, and it's a mistake that not just the Commonwealth Games made. It's a mistake that British swimming make as well, and and mm. um, I'm very happy to be quite vocal about that. They need to fill arenas out. They need to fill stadiums out. Swimming is such an expensive sport as it is already. You know, you go to a nationals, you're paying 12, 16 quid for an event as a parent. Yeah. You know, they're doing six events. You're looking, you know, it can be up to 100 quid just to enter the competition. 
then you got to book accommodation for the week when you're at nationals. You know, when there were like three of us, as in me and my two siblings doing it, it was just ridiculous, like to go out to Sheffield for a week. And then on top of that, they try and charge you crazy amounts for a final session. I think my mum was paying just shy of a hundred quid for some of the sessions or, or over a hundred quid for some of them. And it's like, you know, if they want to try and get spectators in, they want to build the sport, especially from a grassroots level, they really need to take a look at what they're doing when it comes to ticket prices. Um, you know, especially for those, those age group meets, because, you know, you'll just be turning away a whole spectrum of people who simply can't afford to turn up to a nationals for a week or, or come yeah. and watch their kids swim and, and, you know, it's quite sad. Yeah. And we've, I've obviously been to Sheffield as well. And yeah, there's, if you just try to get youngsters in, or as you say, encourage more of the family to come up for the evening, then uh, yeah, I think it, it you can do no harm there. Yeah. And I think as well with Commonwealth and, and Olympic legacy, it's so important and interesting. Maybe we touched on it another time, but you know, how is that pool going to be used going forwards? Um, it's in, it seemed that it was in quite a deprived area, which is obviously potentially a benefit in terms of, you know, getting a bit of activity in there. But once the games have gone, you know, you don't want it to be sort of that almost that white that elephant in the room where mm. you're being charged sort of like eight pounds for a swim session that no one's going to use. And hopefully mm. it can be used for um I guess yeah, for other uses for the community. Um but yeah, speaking of fans, and and maybe this is where we, we touch on the the four by one hundred Bedley, but you had a you had a decent following from, from <laughs> your family and friends this week, didn't you? Yeah, it wasn't too bad, you know. Um I distinctly remember the flag God save Tom Dean written across it. <laughs> Which was quite huge. Um, no, the fan base was mega. All the family came up. Obviously, yourself, your girlfriend, our close friend, Jacob Flanagan, came through for the last session, uh, which was quite special. My girlfriend, <laughs> uh, her friends. Yeah, it was, it was, it was. I, I feel as though everyone has got one there of these now. <laughs> for there those, we go. do you want to explain what I'm holding up right now? So, Alex holding up a, a stuffed, like, teddy of a bull um which was the like mascot of the whole of the whole games and um he it was given to us when you won a medal um so you get a little mascot and and, and it's been won and i gave it a quick chuck up into the crowd and, yeah, your throws and, were good your throws oh were yeah good. thing is i was quite i was, I was so nervous about the throws because i've seen people really mess them up pt got out and after he won his 50 press stroke i'll oh, go nuts all this stuff chucks his hat up into the crowd doesn't quite make it into the crowd, falls back down on poolside and you have to go and get it again. And I'm just like, oh no. I mean, I mean, Petey's a strong lad, but he might need to work on his throw and get those, get that chest working in the right way. A little bit, a little bit. Luckily, all my all my soft toys that I chucked off in the crowd made it up there. But um I think I yeah, dropped yeah. I dropped the one you threw to me, which is pretty embarrassing. Um <laughs> but yeah, there was some there were some good good days up there. Obviously, yeah, your family, we I mean, it was the, the flag was a last minute thing. Huh. For next time, we'll, we won't we won't go with tape, but we won't go with tape. Maybe some marker pen. But yeah, let's move it to that Wednesday afternoon. And just from my side of things, how my day went because I did have a ticket for the Wednesday, but I only had one. Yeah. And after the last couple of days, I, I was pretty um, pretty tired after sort of coming coming back and forth and thought, okay, I've probably done two events. That's probably enough. Um, but that was at work in the office and Jake texts me and just says, there's probably about half twelve says he's going to win tonight. <laughs> and when, when your mate texts you that, <laughs> this a kind of similar to arriving, uh, uh, riding Carl Chalmers wave. You just got, got to get on it. So I, I said, um, uh, and now you've said that, I think, I think I agree with you, um, but I've only got one ticket. And when I woke up this morning, when I left for work, I didn't plan on going up to Birmingham. <laughs> so I said, um, 
if you can get if you can get the time off work i'll find the ticket yeah so by by two o'clock trains have been booked and um big shout out for freya anderson actually more specifically to helen her mum, for um helping us out with that that extra ticket but we yeah we've sort of suited and booted straight up from work gotten the half four train timings worked perfectly i did have my deodorant taken from me um oh no at security which is slightly annoying but i moved the aftershave into the rucksack so i didn't Good see stuff. that um straight up obviously yeah you you had the the 200 im was was first obviously another class race but let's go to the four by 100 four four by 100 medley how are you feeling before you've got you've got brody james jimmy and yourself yeah so the four ball medley relay was an interesting one because we didn't have PT, first and foremost, um, which is always a tough hit because he wasn't on great form at that meet. So instead of someone splitting a 56 on the breaststroke, they were splitting a 59, you know, which is a that world is, that is, and, and the breaststroke is percentage-wise, is it most the most important yeah, because yeah, it's ex- the slowest ex- stroke? Exactly. So that is a huge, huge difference straight off the bat. So I'm thinking, okay, where do we go against the Aussies? Right, our backstrokes uh, swimmers, okay, they're going to be kind of similar after the backstroke leg. Our breaststrokers, um, Wilby did win the 100, but mm. he was going against the world record holder in the 200 breaststroke yeah. um, for the Australian teams. Okay, so they won't be too far off each other. Jimmy was going against Matt Temple, the Australian swimmer, who I think he drew for second on the 100 fly. And then I was going against the Olympic champion in the 100 freestyle car. So I'm going into this thinking, right, I've got a feeling it's going to be neck and neck when I step on the block. And the, when, you're with re, when you're in a relay, you know, normally it's not neck and neck. You're either ahead or you're behind. So you either hold your lead because you've got this big, big head start or you're chasing and, you know, you'll give it your best shot. You might not get it, but you might get it and be quite cool. When it's head and head, head to head going into the last leg, it's like, right, there's only one person who could either win or lose this relay yeah. and it's going to be myself. And it's like, okay. This is let's, the last race. Let's bear in football. mind as well, at this point, obviously you picked up some huge medals, but they're all the same colour. Exactly. Not the right colour. Um, <laughs> so so is, is that what your coach said to you before? Yeah, exactly. He was fuming. Um, no, he was happy. Um, so, <laughs> he was fine. Uh, yeah, so I'm stepping on the blocks. Got Jimmy like barreling towards me. The Aussie team to my left. And he's got about 25 meters to go. Jim, and I'm getting on the block. Jim was, it was, was because Will be putting a bit, obviously, you're all strong, but mm. was it, was Will be, or was it Brody, or was it Jimmy? Did, did anyone sort of have a, an outstanding swim, or was everyone just really, really good? I think everyone was good. Everyone was really good. Everyone was solid, especially considering how late in the meet it was. Oh, yeah. Um, so, so everyone put in a really solid shift. Um, and yeah, I've got Jimmy kind of barreling towards me on the fly. And the crowd were going mental. You've got to keep in mind, this is the last night of the swimming. This is the final men's race of the whole competition. We're neck and neck with Australia heading into the freestyle leg. This and I'm it. standing on the block. This is it. Like, <laughs> literally standing on the block site, right, just keep your calm. Don't yeah. be an idiot and go out like a rocket and die because that would be the worst way to lose this race is just get reeled in. And I was like, right, first of all, you need a clean takeover. And you've got got the three lads like screaming behind oh, every, me. So, every time it's, it's so, just you yeah. can it's, it's yeah the touch is so important yeah 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 so i've got the two guys who are just from um, screaming behind me you know trying to get me 
up for it. I've got Jimmy heading towards me. I've got Kyle, you know, the Aussie swimming to my left. I'm like, right, hit it. Okay, and we're off. I'm in the water. Try and control that front end to have a strong back end. Mm. Hit the wall. Kyle's neck and neck with me. He had an unreal oh, he, burst. He went for it, didn't he? He properly went oh, for it. Oh, he absolutely put his neck on the line that first 50. I'm popping up and we're neck and neck coming out the turn. And I'm like, notoriously, he's got a strong back 50. But I think he just really worked that front end here. Oh, what, of the, of, oh, of the first length? Yeah, yeah. No, no, as notoriously, he's got a strong second half okay, of the race. Um, but for some reason, he just put his neck on the line the first half of the race. And it'll pop yeah. up. And I'm breathing to the right, so I, I can see Kyle can see in the lane him, over yeah. to me. I can see all the England team on poolside because obviously they've all finished yeah. racing. So every single They're person giving it, giving it the, the hands. literally <laughs> giving it, giving it, yeah, giving it large. All the coaches, everyone, and then five thousand English yeah. fans, and I'm just bombing, and I'm like, please so don't die, just, don't die. Just can I come in from here? So yeah, obviously you know, and I think everyone knows. In in a way, it's probably nicer to be the chaser. So obviously Kyle's got yeah, that, yeah. that that you know in a way he's got nothing to lose and he's that you know he's a hundred yeah. specialist and obviously he caught you up i feel i feel so at the turn you know you were still a little bit ahead but i mean as you're probably coming past those, that your england lot at that point i was thinking oh my goodness this genuinely is a neck it was neck and neck wasn't it mm. he'd caught you up oh 100 percent. it was up. i watched the video back actually i think he went past me with 15 to go i've mm. watched it back a few times now and I see his yellow cap go in front of mine and I'm like heading into the wall and I'm swinging and I go, I swing in with my left arm and I go for like a long, long reach. Oh. I could have shortened and doubled up by swinging with my, similar to what I did at, on the 200 last year. Yeah. You've and got I, practice. Yeah, exactly. And I reach and I think, oh, have I gone too early? Am I going to glide in? And he shortened and swung around a double in the space of my one. Yeah. And, um, I turn around, like look at the clock, and it's just like eight one hundredths of a second we've won by, and I just like smack the water, and I, I I've never got on a lane rope before, like to celebrate. <laughs> you went full PT, mate, and I've never done it before. And sometimes people get on it and they kind of fall off, so like, <laughs> just don't fall off. And I get it, and I like smack the water. Like, you're like, yeah. you could be like holding it like a sort of like an orangutan, but like you, you're hanging off like mate. a sloth, like just yeah. I feel I feel as though you're your trademark as well it's kind of like the the fire dragon spit of the water oh yeah i don't yeah. know if you, you do that but obviously you're sort of like in and out and you're out mate it was it was good that it was nuts so on it and then i like hop straight out the pool i ain't swimming out the sides i jumped straight out like giving it large with the team yeah it must be a great feeling as well to it's a, it's a great feeling to win but to win with your mates and share that with them yeah. must yeah. be even even sweeter and to be such a close race and the like, oh. in front of that crowd and then we got on the. How, I'm sorry, I was just going to say, how would that compare to that Olympic final? How does it compare? Like so much more energetic and mad. Yeah. Thing is, if I I thought about this, so when, after that race, I like scream. I was like, "Come on!" or something like that. I was like shouting so loud because that whole arena was just like so so loud. If I screamed after I won my two hundred free. At the Olympics, it would have like echoed around you. Around <laughs> like, the... Come on, come on. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, I, you know, you just can't be doing that. You hear like a cricket off in the background. You just hear um, someone like sweeping up behind the pool. Yeah. It's like there's something going on. <laughs> the janitor walks by, like. <laughs> that was so, so good. It was so good. Which is just, it was a bit mad. But yeah, so, so we just, anyway, any crowd was going nuts. And then we walk out, we have the presentation about 20 minutes later. 
And it's the first time, obviously, I've stood on the podium while they've raised the English flag. And I think, personally, Jerusalem's a banger. Oh, I love it. I'm, I think I'm, it's I know you. I know you like it as well. I'm a big fan. And I would, so huge. It's, 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 yeah, like the anthem as an our national anthem. Yeah, it's good and everything. But Jerusalem's just the, like... The, the words of our national anthem are wrong, though, aren't they? It should be God Save Tom Dean. Exactly, exactly. That's just 101, isn't it? <laughs> No, so, I, I couldn't agree more. It was bouncing. And then the last verse of Jerusalem, they bring in like the drums and the crowd's going, no, oh, I mate, think it was. Unreal. I think if we can maybe get something going where we change that. So to say any, any sport, the football, the rugby, yeah. maybe even for Jeep, actually, to be fair, the Scots and, and the, the Welsh might not like that. But mm. if people knew the words a bit more as well, then it yeah, because you, you even when you heard the Aussies winning and they had sort of like groups in the crowd, they all were singing the words. And it yeah. So good. And Flower of Scotland. The Scots oh, I love that. They? I love that as well. And yeah. but speak, speak to me about the that cool down lap as well. Was there was there any more music to your ears there? As in when you were when you were walking around? There was actually mate, something uh something yeah I heard out the corner of one of my ears. Um, it was so for a bit of background, Alex and I used to go to the gym together when I was like fifteen or sixteen in Maidenhead, and for some reason in the local gym in Maidenhead they always played the same Must have been the same playlist <laughs> honestly it was and for some we do, we used to do like a core workout and they Six always minutes, had no less exactly they always had uh, don't act like you know me by Jax Jones i think is that the name of the song yeah you know, the, like, i think the name like you yeah know everyone me. has to look it up i think it's you don't know you yeah don't know me. you don't know me no no yeah like you know me like you know, that that's one. what everyone searched on spotify and somehow yeah, it, yeah. it comes up um anyway that year I went to European Juniors in 2017, I think it was, and I won my race, um, which was my first ever like international swim. As was a that in Hungary? That was in... In Budapest, no? No, that was in Israel, oh, yeah. in Netanya in Israel. Mm. And um, won my race, buzz in, and we watched the replay back. Alex and I watched the replay back. And while I'm swimming, they're playing Don't Act Like You Know Me. <laughs> like You Know Me, not that. Hey. No, no, hey, exactly. <laughs> So, which was crazy anyway. And we always joke about that. Like um, Alex and I, you know, just joke about that song sometimes. And I'm walking around doing my victory lap, you know, most finally most decorated Englishman ever in Commonwealth Games history. Halfway around the pool doing a victory lap. <laughs> and then I just did, don't act like you know me. Like you know me. Turns out like, hey. Alex handed a note. You'd handed a note to uh, the DJ, hadn't you? Yeah, we, uh, Jake and I, I'm not saying we were getting bored during the, uh, the 1500, but it, you know, it's not quite the fireworks we'd, be, we'd been mm. enjoying previously in the weeks. We thought, you know, what, what can we do here? And thankfully, thanks to Helen, we'd had some, we had some unreal seats just behind the DJ. And I literally handed, because you'd messaged me in the morning, in the, in the afternoon, sort of joking about, oh, you listen to the song and handed him a note. And it's literally saying that. And to be fair, I feel as though a lot of the time they can just, sort of palm it away so leave it out but he got on board with it he kept asking us um need to find out his name i think amy mm. wilmot would know if amy oh. listens to this podcast message in we'll find out his name we'll give him a shout maybe get him on here 100 percent. honestly if anyone's listened to this they know the dj at the sandwell aquatic center for the swimming at the commonwealth games please get in touch hit uh, us up on instagram i'd also add um that he had an unreal trim from behind it was, it was looking was good, it, good? it was it was good you might not have seen that but yeah that was that was uh good fun and yeah talking to the instagram do give us a follow um on the weekly freestyle with a couple of under underscores in there and obviously the the email which is the weekly freestyle uh outlook.com but yeah we were we were going to jump into a bit of um village chat but time is really catching up on us 
Um, and I don't, I don't mind that too much because obviously there's so much to discuss. But let's do a quick, um, a quick the free the freestyle section. Um, this is something we do every week where we sort of mix it up. Hence the freestyle. We're gonna do quick far. You may or may not have seen these, but let's let's keep it snappy. As I think people are probably getting bored of us now. But uh, I've got ten questions, so let's go. This is all about commies. The best bit. Um. It's got to be the relay. It's got to be finishing the relay, getting on the rope, giving it large, <laughs> giving it the PE. The worst bit. Um, having to stay in Loughborough for a week. Uh, no, I don't know. Worst bit. Oh, we are uh, the 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 accommodation was a trek from the dining hall in the village. Oh, neither. So we had to like walk for like quite a while. That sounds so petty, doesn't it? But yeah, it was, we'll, it was we'll, a we'll get into we'll get into the village another day. Um, funniest team member. Uh, probably Tom Hamer. Okay. Uh, he's a he's a para swimmer and he was he just comes out with some lines honestly yeah he's funny we'll get him on we'll get him on um worse i, I was thinking about this one you're all wearing the same thing but who's the mm. worst dressed oh um yeah that's kind of hard uh oh that is tough. someone in just dob someone in probably probably jim to be honest <laughs> he loved the uh he loved the red trousers. No, but I'll, I'll tell you about Jim, though. His dad is well-dressed, always turning up in the gilet. Andy Guy. Andy yeah. Guy is very Andy, my guy. I was actually sat in their seat at one point, so I do apologise to the guys. Lovely family. Shout out to the guys. Yeah, shout out to them. Um, Go-to food in the canteen? Uh, was the Marrakesh curry, which I had every single day, and it was, was absolutely spot on. Was that as spicy as the um, the delivery you've got now? Yeah, no. It, luckily, it didn't make my eyes water quite like the bang-bang cauliflower from Wagon Mammoth does. <laughs> Avoid it. avoid it if you're doing a podcast um i can't ask this one before so go to another one fast pool yes or no um mixed opinions only two meters deep so mixed opinions because okay. the, some of the sprinters really didn't like it because the bounce off the floor but i would say fast pool because of the crowd so okay, okay. i like that um next question good crowd unreal crowd great crowd um commies or worlds commies okay um, games. nice final question from me this might be a tough one to answer because i felt as though you're quite busy in the week but faith favorite thing about birmingham uh probably the volunteers because they yeah. were so nice and so oh. friendly and helpful and they just loved the athletes no, i couldn't couldn't agree with that more we, we were joking sort of on the way out obviously they say um they was like it's, it hits 10 o'clock they've been there all day yeah. to be so helpful and they're all saying like good night good night yeah. so like imagine imagine if your other half was like that like when you go to bed it's like good night good night yeah no but and yeah. the police as well and the whole the parking rides were good yeah 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 shout out to parking rides <laughs> shout well i did mess one of them up which anna won't be happy with but we'll leave that um okay yeah i think i think we've said enough so next few days for you you don't have any time off then no, I made straight straight back in into training. Uh, I've got the weekend off, which is quite nice. So I'm going to go to London, see nice. the other half. We've got a nice chilled weekend plan. But I've gonna, I'm going to have to pack for Italy because I fly to Rome on Monday. I'm there for ten days, racing, competing. So, um, oh, actually, Rome uh, will be visited by uh, my fellow podcast host. We got when, a plan when in Rome. A, when in Rome, exactly. You got a little trip plan, don't you? Yeah, it was a bit. Again, we'll keep it short. We'll get, we'll, we'll get to another time, but there could be a podcast abroad is all I'm going to say. Um, so yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll see what we can do with that. Um, as I say, yeah, give us a follow on Instagram, The Weekly Freestyle, and drop us an email at theweeklyfreestyleoutlook.com. Uh, any questions? I mean, More suggestions? Myself. Anything. Anything you've got for Please. us. Uh, <laughs> 
if you've got any advice on how British swimming can sell out Ponds Forge, that would be yeah. welcome as well. We'll sort that. Um, but thank you so much for listening. And um, we'll, we'll catch you next week. Thanks, guys.